Welcome to the Inspirational Corner with me, your host, Stylisha Bolton, as we encourage you here to live bold, live loud, and live authentically without apology. Welcome to another episode, everyone. And if this is your first time listening in, I encourage you to go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever else you like listening to your favorite podcast and follow the Inspirational Corner so you will not miss out on any new episodes. With all that said, let's get into today's episode. But before I get into today's episode, I just want to let you know at the end of this episode, I will be announcing my actual release date and pre-order dates for my new book project called 28 Days of Love, A Self-Love Journey. If you didn't know, yes, I am releasing a new book project. It has truly been a great, quick, (laughs) um, and fun journey. This actual book was really unexpected because I was actually working on another book project. (laughs) And this one came, was truly inspired by a podcast episode that I was doing. And I just started creating it last month and it just flowed so effortlessly. So Just stay tuned, listen all the way to the end so you could get the actual dates for pre-ordering and my actual release date. With all that said, we will get into today's episode. So today I'm talking about how I started my writing journey, how my writing journey evolved into me, you know, publishing six or seven books. You know, I I have to, I don't really keep count. (laughs) I stop keeping count. Um, My journey has had ups and downs and you know my writing journey evolved into me publishing and becoming an author and a blogger and you know it has been a beautiful journey along the way because I get to live my dream um one thing I'm a firm believer in is that we get to live life on our terms we get to create the life that God has given us we don't have to bargain or debate our life with anybody unless we choose to and we have to constantly every day take our power back from society from a job from other people that we kind of bargain or barter our life to and our life does not belong to anybody but us and God you know if that's who we choose to um, relinquish our life to. And so that's what I believe in my faith walk. And I have had, I am, I am having a beautiful journey. And sometimes it's not easy, it's challenging. I didn't know that if you would have told me maybe two years ago, around this time that I would be writing again, I would have laughed. I would have been like, mm, I write on my blog, but I haven't came out with a you know new book project. And I wouldn't have believed myself <laughs> because, you know, I know I love, you know, writing is not only um, something I've been pursuing all my life, but it's a innate gift, skill and talent that God blessed me with. And so for me, when I was around seven or eight, I started writing poems, plays, um short stories I was writing everything under the sun and I enjoyed writing when I was around seven or eight and my parents were the type of parents that always encouraged us to follow our dreams and I raised my daughter the same way because we live in a society that promotes a nine to five or 
whatever, go to the military, go to college. We promote those things. You know, we, we promote a live to work type of mentality instead of a work to live. And so my parents, they probably didn't know at that time, but they really encouraged us to work to live and not live to work. They encouraged us to love what you do and do it often. And knowing that you can live your dreams. Um, I, both of my parents were big on encouraging me to, you know, write because they enjoyed my writing. Even my dad's brother, my uncle, he would always say, you're going to be this famous writer and all this. And it always blessed me because I, I would, my family, my mom, my dad was supportive with me and my brothers to live our dreams and to do what we love. And I'm grateful and thankful for that because I can extend that same grace and love to my daughter to tell her there's no, I always tell her there's no straight line to life. You can always change paths anytime you want to. And sometimes as a parent, I have to remind myself that I'm giving her the freedom to find her own journey and to flow in it and progress, not perfection, but progression and progress into it. And so with that said, Starting that journey so young, I didn't know. It was always my desire. I'm, I'm not going to say I didn't know, but I always wanted to be a writer when I grew up an author. I didn't know it was going to expand to me, you know, writing these multiple books, you know, and going a non-traditional route. But I, I should believe that because I'm not the type of person that, you know, follow everybody else or follow the crowd. I always follow the beat of my own drum. I always like to do my own thing. Um, that has always been my personality. My mom said I've always been like that. So, and that's just how I am. I don't like to be told what to do or, you know, do what everybody else is doing. I like to do me and, and I like to do me well. And knowing that when I was younger, you know, that was always my focus and not knowing that I had that inner confidence at the time. Cause I was young and even in my teenage years and young adult years, I was always looking, I was always looking for outside validation and to be accepted by other people because I never really fit, fit, fit in. And I know you hear a lot of people say that I really never fit, fit in. It's kind of like cliche for people to say that, but it's the truth. I did not fit in. You know, I didn't have a lot of female friends and, um, I had great male friends and I, I just, you know, there was always a, uh, mindset of competition. And at the time I didn't realize there was a light on the inside of me that, other people saw that I didn't see within myself because I, you know, didn't know my worth. You know, I didn't know about self-worth, self-love and all these, you know, um, concepts of self-care and all this, all these concepts of, you know, investing in yourself. I didn't know that, you know, back then. I don't think none of us did. But at that time, going through the journey, I knew when I finished high school, or a little bit before I finished high school, I wanted to pursue writing. And at first I thought I wanted to go into journalism. And then I was like, you know what? I don't like the aspect of way, the way I saw journalism, um, people, you know, propaganding stories and not really telling the truth or whatever. I just knew I didn't want to go in that direction, you know, and shout out to all my journalists, you know, uh, no shade. I just knew that was not the direction I wanted to go um, in my writing career. I wanted to kind of, you know, I made that up in my mind, like 
I think when I was around 16, 17, before I, before I was about to graduate, like, no, I don't want to be a journalist. I thought that's what I wanted to go to school for. I knew I wanted to write. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to go into journalism because I just don't like the propaganda and the uh, defamation of character. It's just certain things at that time that I felt like I was seeing that I didn't want to go towards. And I just truly know it was a God thing. God was really redirecting my path out of that. Whatever I seen was truly a blessing for me to know that that was not the path that God wanted me to go on. So I'm grateful for that. And so I knew, you know, I, you know, I was in the crossroads at that time, you know, after I finished high school, because, you know, you, they, you know, they, but they say 18 is when you grown. That's not the truth. Cause you're, you're trying to figure out you you're went from four years or K through 12, these 12 years of being institutionalized and told what to do to be on the schedule and to learn all these things that may or may not be applicable to real life <laughs> that you can apply. So it's like you're in an institution for 12 years, K through 12, and they want you to be a grown up now and figure your life out overnight and get into a career overnight and I I've, I've really feel that is an injustice that we do to our young people you know and I, I definitely didn't want to do that to my daughter you know I wanted to get I wanted you know like I said I'm a different parent so every parent is different but with that said I was trying to figure out my life now mind you my parents didn't pressure us I just was looking at you know other people and what they was doing in society and you know so I got a job and you know you know and did that and just figuring out things and I went to college and I realized that's not mm, <laughs> at the time I loved education but I wasn't at the time I wasn't mature enough to stay focused in my studies I wasn't you know thinking about you know, my studies at the time, I would come to class late and I was just there to watch, uh, what at the time, soap operas, trying to catch up with soap operas, talk to guys and talk to boys, whatever. So I just realized, you know, I needed something different. And when I was working, I end up a recruiter, um, end up coming to my place where I worked at. I was, you know, I worked at a kid's footlocker at the time in Detroit. Um, what on I can't remember what street uh I can't even remember but it was a little shopping center we had shoppers world those Detroit people you know what I'm talking about shoppers world <laughs> um on on I think it was on Warren and Gratiot yeah so I you know was just living my life in Detroit you know trying to figure it out you know I love my hometown because I feel like we know how to you know that word hustle we know how to you know, we had, we know how to make things happen. So with that, you know, the recruiter, I thought he was trying to talk to me, but at the same time, he was just trying to recruit me, <laughs> but it just, everything just fell into place in my life. And then before, before I knew it, I decided to join the military and I was excited. My parents were kind of apprehend, apprehensive, <laughs> but at the same time, they was like, well, if this is what you want to do and you out of high school and this is what you want to do do it you know they first was apprehensive like are you sure because the military was so far off from what I said I wanted to do like right you know 
And I knew I wanted to get out of Detroit at the time. Detroit wasn't bad for me, but I just knew I wanted to travel. Um, I didn't really know how deeply I had a love for travel until I was introduced, until I got introduced to this um, recruiter, military recruiter. And so that's where my life started. I was starting to travel and do all these extra things. And so in the midst of my life in the military, I wasn't writing, you know, that I became really distant and I kind of broke up with my writing during that time, you know, and, you know, that had became like my old life, you know, you know, we get older, we get grown up, we deal with so many other crazy toxic problems in our, in our lives, toxic friends, toxic people, you know, because I was young and I, you know, trying to fit in people pleasing at the time and looking for outside validation, overextending myself, overgiving, you know, and during that time, you know, got encumbered, you know, with, with the wrong friends, that friends that really didn't want to celebrate me, but friends that were really friend enemies, you know, <laughs> you know, they weren't friends, but you know, they seen my light, but I didn't notice it within until I trend, I started to come to a place where I, I knew I needed something different. And then that transition out, out of the military is when my writing started to really, a spark came. Like actually really before I got out the military, when I was when I lived abroad um, in Sicily, uh, I think they had a talent show or a talent thing and I did Maya Angelou's poem. And that is when, you know, that, fire or that spark came back again for writing not knowing maybe a couple of years later I would self-publish my first book which was called Soul Seeker and it was a poetry book in 2007 April 2007 is when I published my first actual book a friend actually told me you know stop talking about what you want to do and just do it and so I took what she said to heart and I, w I just did it I was like let me stop talking about a book writing a book let me just do it she said told me to stop and she was surprised I guess she didn't realize that I was going to actually take what she said to heart and actually produce the fruit and you know even during that time there were so many adverse things going on I was going to not finish writing the the poetry book, but I said, you know what, I got to do this for me in spite of the, the complications or challenges that I've been going through. I need to do this for me. And at that time, because I was going through so many traumatic things at that time, writing became a, a, a place of healing for me. So it was one book after the next, one book after the next. And, you know, it was truly a, a way for me to heal and because my first business was called the writer's block um releasing the pen and letting the healing begin that was my uh, tagline and in that business I would travel do poetry and uh, down south and up north you know midwest uh, I was able to go home and do poetry and in this time I would get paid to perform poetry at different events and have contracts and also, I would do copywriting as well as editing people bios and all these different things, you know, before the inspirational corner <laughs> was ever thought of. Um, and so the writer's block, you know, you know, like I said, was my first, you know, actual writing business. And 
around 2011, I hit a crossroad and I no longer wanted to do poetry because I wasn't um, happy with the community, the poetry community at the time. I felt like it was real competitive and, you know, it, it, I just felt like it was wasn't healthy. It was a toxic environment for me at the time during that time. And so I stopped doing poetry. I said, I don't want to do I don't want to write poetry anymore. And I end up taking a four year break. And that four year break was the best thing that I could ever do as a writer, because I was able to take the time to figure out what I really wanted to do in my writing and really to get to know myself because I needed to heal from a lot of, like I said, things that were going on, um, past, present, you know, whatever. And so I just went through this healing journey and that's when I was able to dive into the self-love and self-care and self-investment, all these evolutions of self, you know, I was able to grow and expand. And during that time, it was a time of healing. And then after that, into the four years later after that when I started that journey and took a break from writing that's when my first ebook um came out in 2016 and I was so happy about this ebook because I was a different person and I knew that I had a different mindset of going into writing it wasn't about being a New York Times bestseller or making six figures I that's not that wasn't my focus I didn't I don't even now to this day I don't care about that I just love what I do it and of course I want to be compensated for what I do of course but I love what I did and I live in my dream is more important to me than anything showing up for myself and making sure I continue to not disappoint myself by uh showing up for the promises that I make, you know, keeping my word to myself is more important to me than anything. And so after, after all that, that's when different genres start to evolve out of my life. And I knew that I knew I wasn't going back to poetry and I love personal development. So I started, you know, I did this ebook, uh, red lips and stilettos, a girl's guide to self-confident. And that kind of was, created out of my red lips and stilettos Instagram uh, account because it's, it's truly about empowering women and with that I kind of took another maybe two-year break and I came out with a what a romantic suspense short story and I was like you know what in that other in that next short break <laughs> in between me writing my short story, book I realized I'm like you know what I want to start writing what I love and I always love romantic suspense murder mysteries when I was young now that may be new to other people that was following me if they were you know so used so used to me writing poetry but to me that I know myself better than anybody so that wasn't new to me because I grew up watching Columbo um Murder She Wrote Madlock I would you know my mom you know I grew up watching those type of shows and I loved them and Unsolved Mysteries that was like a daily thing that I watched in my household and so watching those things Murder She Wrote, um, Madlock, Columbo and Unsolved Mysteries because I love those things and Quantum Leap <laughs> you know those old shows because I love those things um, I knew deep down inside 
I was going, I was changing my writing genre and path to like murder mysteries and romantic suspense and stuff like that and personal development. And so now that's the path that I'm on in my writing. And I know I'm more confident and secure in my writing voice than I was before. And so I want to give you all a couple of tips on how to start your writing journey, how to become an author if that's what you want to do and how to be secure in, you know, taking the risk and doing what you want to do and not allowing the noise, whether it's people, whether it's society, whether it's a job or whoever to stop you from doing what you really want to do in your writing, because you are the only person that can determine and be the creative force in creating a life that you want to create and creating the voice that you want to create in your writing journey. So the first tip is define your success. It's important that you define your own success. I can't say that enough. You know, like I told you before, my success was defined on <laughs> New York Times bestseller and making six figures. Now to those that desire that, that's awesome. And I'm not saying that I don't want to be, I just want to write and not be compensated because that's what I do want to live my dreams and just enjoy doing my one of my dreams which is writing that's not my only dream I have multiple uh versions of my life and dreams that I'm choosing to live and showing and making sure I'm going to be intentional to live and so writing is just one of them um some people don't want to get compensated for their writing they just want to write because they want to just be able to have a place to express themselves some people become an author not because they want to know how much they're going to make, you know, on this book or I need people to support what I'm doing. I need people to buy my book. I need it to be a New York Times bestseller. That is not everybody's motivation. And some people just want to say, I wrote a book. I'm an author. Some people gain great satisfaction from that. And so whatever it is, whatever your definition is for your success as a writer, figure it out. And make sure you write it out so you can constantly look at the vision and look at what you wrote. Like, this is my definition of success. And you could constantly use that as a benchmark as you grow and evolve. Because I think our definitions of success, our, our own personal definition of success, is going to change as we evolve. You might get to that point where, you know what? No, I want a New York Times bestseller, you know? So whatever it is, make sure that you write it down and make it plain the next tip is figure out what you desire to me that goes along with defining your success figure out what you want how you want to feel who you want to become in your writing process and why are you writing what you're writing if you trying to go in a direction of becoming an author is it for yourself is it for other people is it for because you want to make money is it, you know understand your motive because that motive is going to be the root of it's, it's going to be actually the the root of everything else and you're going to see the results in that if if if, if you're writing something or, or want to become an author because you're trying to chase money or success or fame i'm going to tell you right now that's the wrong reason to do it i know because i've been there done that did that got the t-shirt everything you know, I used to get mad at friends like you just want a free book because most of most of the time at that time, the people I was around, they just well, I know I'm getting a free book. Well, you can't pay 
for my service you can't pay you can't buy a book you know when it's like seven eight dollars you can't buy one of my books you automatically think you're entitled to get a free copy and so I had to had to kind of realize those type of people I didn't want to be around in my life because they feel like they was entitled to my success and they felt like well I'm your friend so I deserve da 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 no you didn't write the book so even now in my life I don't have people around me like that no more. My family is supportive and those are the main people that I stick to. But because I'm, I've grown in my self-confidence and who I am and I know what I desire, I deserve to be sold back into. I deserve to be, I deserve to receive all the financial blessings uh, for my gift. And I know that now. So just find out what you desire in this writing journey. Number three, commit to celebrating small and big wins in your writing journey. I think that's important because sometimes we get stuck on the doing part instead of the being. And, you know, I talk about that a lot. I think it's important to reflect and be in the moment and enjoy your process, whether it's writing a novel, a book, an ebook, or whatever, uh, uh, posting your blog, creating your blog. Just be at peace and find oneness and stillness in the being part, in the process you're going through. Um, celebrate yourself. You deserve it. You know, I, I was like, man, I got to figure out a date that I'm going to celebrate, you know, my book being finished. You know, I haven't done it yet, but I know before this month is out, I'm going to celebrate me actually showing up for myself and creating this book. This book, like I said, it was really unexpected. I wasn't, I'm actually working on another book project. This book was unexpected um, in my current position and transition <laughs> um, that I'm going to embark on a, some more new beginnings. And so this was a part of my new beginning, very unexpected, but I'm excited. Number four, don't let external factors rush your journey. Like I said before, don't let people, places, or things, or environments outside noise to rush you especially social media don't let any of those things rush you into doing stuff that you don't want to do when it comes to you as a person in your writing journey block out the noise focus on what you want to produce number five be intentional about showing up for yourself can't say that enough this is your journey this is your life you have to be intentional about what you want to do and if you're not showing up for yourself, if you're not keeping the promises that you make to yourself, you're hurting yourself. You're not hurting other people. You're hurting yourself because I know for me, there was a time in my life I was clapping for everybody else and supporting everybody else. And that's great. But I was marketing and branding everybody else's business. And I realized that the things that I wanted to do was put on the back burner. Other people was benefiting from my free marketing, from my free promoting and branding and all this. And I just found myself as an internet dummy, <laughs> pretty much posting, you know, at the time when I was on Facebook, you know, just promote everybody else stuff. And some people were using me. They were just using me over and over again. And I didn't realize that. And so I stopped doing it. I say, you know what? I need to start promote, you know, promoting my stuff. The gift that God has given me. If I don't, promote my stuff nobody else will if nobody else talk about my books I got to talk about my books because they my books so I had to kind of stop doing the things that I was doing the free advertising just all this extra stuff how people were just kind of using me for you know to get extra people platforms and all this people were using that and I was like you know what 
I'm extraordinary. I'm not inferior to nobody. I'm an extraordinary person too. I have a lot of greatness on the inside of me. And it's when I started to dive into self-love that I realized, you know what, Stylisha, you're an awesome person too. You're extraordinary too. It's time to show people your extraordinary nature. So that's important. Be intentional about committing to the things you said you were going to do for yourself. Number six, find a writing technique that works for you. Every, every writer, every creative person is different. I say that. I can't say I have like this certain blueprint because I'll be lying and I'm not pretending. Um, that's just not my nature to say I have this like writing technique you should do. That's just a lie. That's not the truth. And I think you have to do what's best for you. For me, I don't sit and type at a desk for hours and hours, type out 3,000, 4,000 words. That's just not my technique. My technique is more of living life, enjoying life, traveling, experiencing life, then I'm put into a place of stillness. God, God kind of sit me down. I, I, I slow down. I reflect. And then the words flow. That's what happens. That's my technique. You know, so, so don't be caught up on trying to figure out other writers technique, figure out your own technique. And with your, as you figure out your own technique and it probably evolve, grow and change, just be open, be flexible with it expanding. And as you figure out your own technique, you will be able to subtract and add what you what feels good to you number seven have an authentic writing voice I think this is important you have to know what you want to say how you want to say it and how you want to convey it I don't want to be like anybody else because God didn't create me to be like anybody else I'm me and my daughter say, she told me one time, well, she, well, recently, I can say recently, because she told me last year, she said, you need to have more compassion. You know, you're, you're very straightforward and mommy, you need to have more compassion. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to work on having more compassion, but I am the type of person that's straightforward. I say what I need to say now over the years, I've learned to have tact, but I don't know how to, how to lie to people. I don't know how to pretend or be fake. That's just not who I am. And so I realized that's my voice. My voice is very direct, simple and direct, but in a loving way. I, I, I say I'm a tough love type of person. I am even with my uh, students. I'm, I'm, I'm a tough love. So I, I try to my thing is I know what what I do is or what God has within me is to bring the best out of people. And that's why people know that about me. I like to bring out the best in people. And so with that I just excited and you know going into this new chapter of my life is having a new book I knew I wanted to you know I just wrote it and so my authentic voice is coming from a place of truth and love and just being honest about my journey and so when you have when you understand your your voice you will be able to be confident in what you're conveying to your audience or to other people. And so I hope these tips really helped you to start your writing journey, whether you want to be an author or whether you want to be a blogger or whatever your writing journey looks like for you. I hope these seven tips helped you start your journey. And so I did promise you at the end of this episode that I was going to let you know the actual dates for 
my book release and pre-ordering. So get your pencils ready. Let's hear a drum roll. <laughs> February 20th, on President's Day, you will be able to pre-order my new book, 28 Days of Love, A Self-Love Journey, on Amazon. You'll be able to pre-order, okay? February 28th, which is the end of this month, my book will be available for purchase on Amazon, 28 Days of Love, A Self-Love Journey. I'm so excited, everyone, to release this information to you. And you know here at the Inspirational Corner, we encourage you encourage you to live bold, live loud, and live authentically without apology. Have a beautiful, blessed week.